0: Hello, I'm Tom Cheesewright and welcome to another episode of DIY EV Chat, where I speak to other people who've built their own electric cars, or in this case, potentially building them for other people. Uh, Welcome to DIY EV Chat, Janos. Hi Tom, how are you doing? Now, you're in an unusual location, you're in the back of a taxi. Tell me why, let's start with that. (laughs) That's
1: right. So, uh, my name's Janos, and I'm co-founder of Clip Automotive, and uh, what we do is we're converting taxis to be all-electric. and while we do this we use existing vehicles that we have as meeting rooms because they're quite nice for that
0: <laughs> they are so how did you get started in this whole world like what what sort of brought you into because the day, this is now the day job is it converting cars to electric yeah
1: i mean so so alex and i uh, were introduced through a friend i came so alex is, is is a bit older than me he's got two kids uh he's got a house in south london right and uh so he's very interested it came to this from the social angle from the air quality angle right because he cares about his you know his fellow citizens and stuff right and I I'm a software engineer by trade Um, I was a bit bored with myself I've been freelancing for a long time and it, it, it kept repeating itself um, and we both had a little bit of money to spare and I came to from an engineering angle. So what I find fascinating, I like sleeper cars, where you have a car that from the outside looks very different to what it is from the inside. Um, sure. And then eventually we realized, okay, there might be a business case here about making the... So there's a business case, a social case, an air quality case and an engineering case to do to, to cab, right? And then we just bought one, um, bought some batteries and got going.
0: Um, and then uh, it
1: started from there. Yeah.
0: And so, had you come across the sort of the the you sort of come across the possibility of doing EV conversions and then decided that taxis was sort of the best business opportunity? Yeah, I mean, as i
1: said i I, I come from a from a software engineering world slash a, uh, I did a lot of stuff for startups, right and what is said there often is do one thing very well instead of to
0: try to do many different things, right. And if, don't try to boil the ocean, as the phrase goes, in startup land.
1: Oh, nice! I didn't, I didn't know that one. But like, <laughs> so, so it's like, do one thing very well instead of trying to do many things. And I think many people who fund like EV garages is they, uh, they do loads of individual bespoke jobs, right? So they do Jaguar, then they do, um, I don't know, Lotus or something, or like a Porsche Boxster or something. And then each project is different. The interesting thing about the cabs is. Uh, they're like a cookie cutter thing, right? They're like one; one is like the other, um, so there's uh, scalability there.
0: Sure. And so, when you say you, you sort of you bought a uh, bought a car and bought some batteries, was it sort of DIY at this point? Were you learning on the go, or had you done a project, a similar sort of project before? Uh,
1: we were most certainly learning on the go. Yeah so i hadn't done i hadn't done I hadn't done any electronics uh hardware stuff purely software um, Alex is a mechanical engineer, right um, but we'd never it, neither right. of us have done much with cars before um yeah, so that's kind of kind of we learned we learned we learned the hard way a few times we, the interesting thing about this is hardware um your mistakes can be very have severe consequences right if if you if you write a bit of code and something goes wrong that's fine you can revert your change sometimes you have to restore database if push comes to shove you annoy a bunch of customers and you have to send them an apology email or like if really stuff hits the fan uh you leak some data or something right or you charge people twice and stuff Here, if you make a mistake you, you write parts off or obviously it's high voltage rate right? so there's the risk of, of killing yourself or killing someone else right um yeah so you, you,
0: you write people off yeah
1: you, you write people off right so the stakes <laughs> are raised um and that's certainly yeah i think a barrier to entry and i think everybody who gets into this should really think about how they how they feel about this before they before they start going especially if you don't know that much in the beginning yeah
0: it's an interesting one because you know, part of me wants to say to people, look, you can do this. You know, this is a this is a doable thing. And I'm you know, I'm, I, okay, I have a mechatronic engineering degree from twenty something years ago, yeah. but I'm far from I'm far from an expert in this. And I did it based off YouTube videos. But the flip side of it is like it's like you say, it's like you can kill yourself. You could kill other people. You can you know produce something really flipping dangerous here. So there is a you're right. There is a you have to have a, a, a measure of your own capability before you step into yeah. this world. Um, I mean, we take this very
1: serious, obviously, especially because we want other people to drive these, right? Um, mm. So we did, a, we did a safety class uh, in, the, in the beginning with one of the big like, certification agencies, which was quite expensive. But uh, it was like a two-day course with PowerPoint and stuff. Um, and we get uh, consultants in wherever we can, like electronic specialists and stuff. Although, yeah, I mean, by now we can do a lot ourselves. But especially initially, we did we did a lot of that. Where we used the funds that we had to get to get uh, professional opinions. Yeah.
0: So, so go back to that starting point. Like, what did you start with? You bought a cab, and what else? What else did you buy? What were the components you laid your hands on? Um,
1: yeah. So we bought we bought a um, we bought an electric car that was uh, written off in a crash. We bought it at auction, and uh, it was an electric van. Um, are we saying brand names here? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we bought an Env two hundred. Um, and then we took that apart. And then the first iteration that we did is uh, we took the whole car and made it work on a bench. And uh, once it was working on a bench, uh, we put all of the components into a cab, right? Which is incredibly wasteful and stupid, but that's, that's how we started out. Um, and then that, that enabled us to, to do a video and to, to share the vision of you know, us building sustainable transport. And we can get into the taxi market in a minute because it's quite interesting as well. But um Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then eventually we realised okay, this is this is rubbish, all these components are locked into each other and if one of them is missing, the car refuses to start and it still thinks it's in a in a in a leaf essentially, which wouldn't ENV two hundred is, right? Um so yeah. this iteration was then okay we we only take the components that we need and mix them and match them um with some open hardware you're, you're very aware of and um reuse as much of the cab as possible because then essentially we want to do an engine swap we just want to do a drive train swap right so yeah yeah um what we put in is the motor the batteries uh the gearbox which is modified uh, we make a custom drive shaft and then all the controls for the driver even the shifter and everything we all take from the dodo cab right so um the the uh, the dashboard panel we change we change the icons there and then repurpose ex- even existing LEDs in the dashboard right to make this as as wow. as easy as possible and then on the under the bonnet um, there's two connectors in the cab uh, where the ECU used to sit and one is the motor harness and the other one is like the body harness and the body harness we leave completely untouched there's like two soldering points or something that we do and the motor harness we make our own right so essentially it's a drop-in solution and a scalable solution and we had the time uh, to do this because we knew we were going to do more off identical vehicles um, which is why we've produced three essentially identical vehicles uh to to demonstrate that we can it's a repeatable process and one is like the other right
0: so what's the market like for I mean, there's two questions here. what's the market like for conversions, and 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 what's the what's the model? So, are you buying cabs, converting them, and selling them? Are you running tracks? Are you what's the model? Um, what does running tracks mean? Um, so, actually, effectively leasing cabs for people to operate. Yeah. Um, the short answer is all of the above. Um, okay. We.
1: Uh, Leasing is an easier route to market, which is, therefore, uh, what we're starting out with. Uh, We are on the verge of starting a trial in a mid-sized city in the UK. I'm not telling you which one it is just yet. Um, Okay. Long story, longer into the future, of course, we want to sell them, right? and the legislation around that is 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 interesting because some so the taxi market is fairly is fundamentally fairly fragmented. So you've got uh, mm. big regulators like TfL in London or uh, individual taxi taxi uh, regulators, right? Um, and they kind of make their own rules. And some of them really understand what we're doing here. Look, it's good for your citizens. Um, the wheelchair accessibility is still there. Um, we convert, it's a recycling element. You break the cycle of, uh, uh, what is it? Produce, consume, throw away. Produce, consume, throw away, right? Instead, yeah. it's uh, reuse, you uh, what's the one? Reuse, recycle, uh, repuppet. Reduce, right? reuse, recycle, yeah. Yeah, there we go, thank you. And um so they really get it and go like, yeah, yeah, you can run these here, no worries, right? And then others go, yeah, but on the, on the V5, it says it's a diesel, but so yeah, no, okay. So now it says it's electric on the V5 right? and that yeah, but it says it's an old car. We don't allow all old, old taxis here because they're more polluting. We're saying no, no, we we've we've, just, we've changed. Yeah, but it's, it's the <laughs> you know it's the computer says no, um, which it was very why it was very important for us. Uh, and I saw that in your list of questions, right? Uh, t- to make sure we get the green flash on the on the uh, yeah. on the on the red, right? Which. I think if you do a private vehicle, some people don't bother with that, right? So they, they maybe change the engine type or whatever, and they go, okay, well, we can't we can't be, you know, I just pay the £100 a year, or whatever road tax is, I'm not sure how much it is, or 150 or whatnot. Yeah, um, whereas for depends, us, it was, on, it depends
0: on the car, it can be like 300 yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, sure, I mean, for us, it was very, very important to make sure we get the, the, the oil ducts in the road yeah. there to, to show what they really are
0: and that's i mean that's become a bit of a it's become a bit of a bone of contention in the conversion community because for pre 2001 cars it seems to be relatively straightforward um certainly mine you know sent some forms off got one inquiry back sent some forms back uh-huh. and that was it they came back with a new V5 nice. whereas I know people who've got post 2001 cars have had much more of a wrestle because of the the change in the laws there um, but you seem to have cracked that for the, for at least for this sort of commercial sector of the market um Yes,
1: I hope so, but they changed the goalposts a bit as well. I don't want to spoil too much because um we're going to make a separate video for that. Uh where we where we outline okay, adli- where cool. we outline the uh outline the process for everyone. Um my co-founder Alex yeah, yeah. is going to do that because he's doing most of the heavy lifting there. But uh yeah, we have converted like an O2 and an O7 vehicle and they've got the flash. Um and then the uh 62 vehicle, uh license plate that is, so 2012. Um yeah. That's they made a new form just now and we have to send them some more stuff, but hopefully they will understand that we're still the same guys doing the same thing.
0: Fingers crossed, there's there's hope then, which is good. And I think it is different when you're yeah, you're now a sort of, you know, a formal organization doing conversions, yeah. which is somewhat different to the to an individual doing it at home, perhaps. They they seem to be rather more open to you know, sort of, you know, formal bodies who are set up to do this. Yeah, right, yeah, than sure. Yeah, yeah. People on their driveway, which yeah. you know, I, I sort of understand. Um, so tell me about the, tell me about where you're at now. I mean, I guess there's there's this limit you might you might want to give away in terms of what you're doing, but about sort of, you know, there's an interesting question of packaging when you're dealing with a taxi. Like, how do you package the batteries in there without losing that wheelchair access, without losing, uh, you know, everything. And then what sort of, you know, what sort of range are you looking at with these with these conversions? Um. Yeah, I mean the the um, in the in
1: in in the first version we would just make one big box and put it all in the boot, uh, which is not ideal for weight distribution. Um, so for <laughs> so for the uh, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad actually. It drove fine. Also taxis are interesting because they you know they they rarely go above like fifty mile an hour. Like for most yeah, of sure. the duty cycle, they're going to be stopping and starting down Oxford Street although is that pedestrianized now i don't know like they there's this 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 not it's not a, it's not a performance car by any metric right um mm. so we've got about half of the pack in the in the front under the bonnet in a in a custom made battery box uh and then uh, another half is, is behind me in, in 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 the boot um and then we're investigating to to fill all the little um To fill all the little holes in the chassis in, um, which is to be determined uh, if if if, if we can do that right. And we're putting 40 kilowatts in it, so it's got 150 mile range WLTP, um, and then the real world range, you know, a bit less than that, and depends on on the weather and all that, right?
0: Sure. And, and how does that fit with the typical taxi use? I mean, I don't know what a taxi driver covers in a day and <laughs> what sort of breaks they need, etc. So,
1: so here's an interesting one. So we're in Hackney, right? And um, we've got no signs outside whatsoever. Uh, we, we partnered up with a taxi garage. She was just next door to, to like a conventional taxi garage. We had so many drivers come in here and ask us these questions. Um, that I got so annoyed, I made a form for them to pre-register, right? <laughs> so they come in and they go, it's like, Dave, hi, Dave, how are you doing? Yeah, oh, wow, this is amazing, right? When can I get it? How much is it? Okay, so sign here, put your email address, well, don't sign, put your email address here, put your phone number here. Um, how, how often do you drive? Uh, how much do you drive? So it turns out most of them drive uh, between five and six days a week, and uh, they drive about 125 miles an hour. Uh, no, 125 miles. <laughs> 125 miles a day. So... Um, okay. Yeah, if if, if if they're rapid charge at lunchtime um, and their commute either side isn't too long, then this is absolutely fine. Um, and we know yeah. that the th- if you ask them what the three priorities are, it's range, range and range or range, range and price. Um, so we're very, very aware of that. Um, yeah, so the, the current... But, gender- but that,
0: that makes... Yeah, sorry. I mean that makes even forty kilowatt hours, you know, fairly practical. Like say with fast charging and and with with the you know, the the incoming sort of increases in density, etc. Yeah, you you can very easily see that you're getting to full day without a ridiculously large pack. Yeah, you know, on a single charge. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's I think it's fine. If they, um,
1: they the driver sometimes they no they they a, a dream that they have is that they are at the station and uh, say they're in Houston or someone and someone says, oh, can you drive me to Edinburgh? Or can you drive me to Birmingham, right? And I understand there's a lot of money for them. Um, but with how, the, so the, and with with electric, they would struggle to take a job like that on, quite frankly, right? Sure. Um, but that's not necessarily a problem because they have to choose electric now, right? So. That's a problem they will have, which is unfortunately their their business model is just going to change uh, uh, slightly for the worse for them in terms of money. Um, But that's got nothing to do with us. That's a change in the regulatory landscape where it's just like it has to be all electric in the future, and therefore these. And to be perfectly honest with you, if you then ask them when the last time was they had a job like that, and when then the last time before that was they had a job like that, it doesn't happen that often, right? It's a nice bonus, and I can I can really understand understand it. But most of it is you know. In, in London, within the M25, and um, yeah, in other cities, like they they jump around the city centre, don't they? So
0: yeah, I mean, and who wants to go London to Edinburgh in the back of a black cab? I mean, they're not uncomfortable, but they're not the ideal necessary for that sort of journey. It's very it's very interesting
1: that you say that because uh, early on there was a situation where Alex uh, drove we drove to like an exhibition to, together, and uh, it was still a diesel cab, and it was like a long motorway journey, and I. It's they're not made for that. They're made. They're meant to be in the city no. centre, right, with the nice guy sitting in, smiling out the window, picking up one fair picking up another fair, get some girls to the pub, you know, get a businessman from bank station to Houston station or something like that, and rinse and repeat. That's what they're meant for. They're not meant to go like in a in a in a straight line for ages and ages. That's not what they are.
0: No, I remember watching Stephen Fry driving around. He drove around Europe in a in an older black cab, and I thought, I think it's a brave man who does that. Um, <laughs> what have been the what have been the biggest challenges getting to this point have they been technical or legal or what, what's it been to get to this point um all of the above
1: um so i mean yeah i mean you have to you have to build the car um and then you have to license it um we have to do the mot the taxi licenses are different so you have to license uh, you have to talk to different bodies there as well different regulatory bodies insurance is difficult um uh, making people understand that evs are good i think during covid at least that changed a lot right um i think that was at the big like pre-covid um there was more skepticism if oh should we really go electric but i think now if you look at the charts if you look at any charts of ev adoption and there's the big american automaker who surprise surprises with the numbers every single year and what is it how much what's the percentage of like newly licensed
0: cars 26 percent, i think in january we're gonna hit yeah, yeah we're gonna hit like we will we'll we'll hit 30 percent across the whole year i reckon yeah. in 2022. it's
1: gonna it, it's just gonna change right it's just gonna change so quickly and so rapidly and then in london it's interesting if you even if you just go to a different borough if you go to like a very rich borough um or something which is more of a commuter to town if if, you, if you're in zone one in westminster for
0: example like you they're just everywhere right they're just everywhere and everywhere so um it's funny because I feel like that argument's been won not because people are convinced that they're cleaner or greener. I mean, people sort of know they are, but I think people want them because they are fun. Yeah. Like you know, there's a, there's a cool factor having to having an EV now, particularly a Tesla or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say building your own's cooler, but then again, I would. I agree. Um, uh, but there's there's the cool factor and then there's the actually the cost factor as well on new ones you know given that 90 something percent of us buy new cars on finance once you factor in the the resale value oh yeah the re- once you factor in the resale value it's actually cheaper to buy an EV than a petrol car now mm-hmm. um it's certainly not in every class but in certain classes so you know I think that But like you say, I think during the last 18 months, that argument's kind of been won. There's still some holdouts, some refuseniks, but, you know, and and I think range anxiety still feels very real to a lot of people, even though I don't think for 99% of people it's ever going to be a real problem. Um, Um, It's, well, at least two thirds of people anyway. Yeah.
1: And then additionally, maybe, um, so we're kind of, we're bootstrapping this. So we have been supported by uh, friends and family. We raised some investment rate. um, And then we've been supported by government grants. Um, But maybe a little plug here. We're doing a little slightly extended friends and family top-up funding round at the moment. Um, So can I spoil this? I didn't ask you before. Anyway, so...
0: No, no, don't get if free. You, yeah. if
1: you go to uh, clipper.cab and uh, fill out the contact form, or email me Janos at clipper.cab, or my business partner Alex at clipper.cab. If you want to, if you want to have a, a share of this, um, then you know send us an email we, we, we will talk
0: no I you know I, I, having been through the fundraising process yeah. <laughs> I uh I, I wish you all the best of luck with that and I think you're yeah, boot, bootstrapping this stage and doing your know, friends and family plus the grants thing is you know it that's hard yards you know it's it's yeah. it's painful but so it's um yeah but it's, the flip side is you own it so it's you know
1: that's that's right um and um yeah it it we're bootstrapping a car company like uh, bootstrapping a start well the interesting thing about bootstrapping a startup a software startup if it goes if it goes wrong uh everything is gone right so you've got the ip which is worthless and you've got an app that's going to stop working quite soon uh, and that's also worthless and all the all the developers all the marketing people all the designers they're just gone right so you you, you poured all the money into it the interesting thing about this even even if this would fail you still have the cars right you still we still producing we still producing assets
0: assets yeah actual exactly. assets which is quite interesting. not just a bunch of leased Macs that have to go back and i, and I think i
1: think some <laughs> some um, some investors that they're, they're more used to like emoji apps or something they 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 go like, oh, what you spend all this money, and then, and like, for where's the rentability and all that? No, you, you've you've got the thing. Like this, there's, there's quite a quite a large like resale value it, or scrap value. Uh, if like you still have, we're still producing vehicles, right? So it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a slightly different thing.
0: And What's the? I mean, I guess there's the, a, the, 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 the a different version of I normally ask people, well, I've, I'm, I'm trying to ask people what they've spent on the conversion. Let me turn this around. Are you putting a price on the conversion yet? Are you selling people like, you know, we can convert your cab for a price? Um, we're kind of putting
1: that on the back burner because, okay, let's, let's. I, I will get to the prices in a minute. So the um, a nightmare scenario for us from an engineering standpoint would be, we sell one in Glasgow, we sell one in London, one in Birmingham. And and one in uh, uh, Swansea, right? Milton Keynes or Milton Keynes, for example, (laughs) right? Um, (laughs) Then because it's relatively early stage, there's going to be like a fuse that's going to come loose or a cable that's going to wiggle itself loose. Not a high voltage one. I'm talking twelve volts, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, So and then I would just be endlessly on a train, uh, figuring going across the country. So what we're doing is we're, we're kind of keeping them together, which is why we're launching in only one mid-sized city and we're launching all vehicles there. We're going to move our facilities there. We're going to have a garage there. We can support them on the ground, right? So therefore, yeah. right now, if someone wants to buy them, I would rather push them on the back burner a little bit and say, well, maybe invest yeah. and uh, we will do one. You will be the first in the queue for, for if we if we do bespoke customer ones. Um, yeah, And if they're private, like people who use cabs as private vehicles, um, they are more interesting for us if they pick up real fares because then it shows that the business really works, right? So, sure, if sure. you want, if you want a one-off conversion, I would rather carefully direct you uh, to bespoke EV garage and then they can maybe do what, whatever whatever you want, anyways. Um, sure. In terms of price, again, because it's quite quite it's for for driver it's their livelihood right so it's quite a big it's quite a big ask for them to to shell out the the money for conversion um so we're going to rent them out on a weekly basis and we're going to be competitive with what is out there um they're going to save like 30 quid in fuel every day um
0: also that adds up very quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, renting renting vehicles uh, like fleet vehicles like cabs uh, per week is is a very common thing. So we're gonna, we're, oh, gonna totally. we're gonna start with that. And in terms of price, so the um, there's a company that makes new taxis, uh, which happen to be. Uh, hybrid well they they claim to be electric but they're hybrid only right so they've they've been quite clever in hiding the exhaust pipe and I, I have i know friends who are not really into cars and stuff and they think oh yeah the new taxis are electric why are you making these so no. first of all they cost a fortune they cost 70 grand right um yeah. and and they and they haven't got the full hook and there's the whole hook and there's drivers who now feel who, who might have bought one who go oh Actually, the electric bit is quite nice. I wish I would have gone all electric right before we were around. Um, and then the other option that drivers ha- have is is a van conversion, which they don't they don't really like for various reason reasons. Um, it doesn't look as nice, and uh, there's similar. It doesn't to have not. the recognition. It's not the shape, you know. <sighs> it's not the shape and all that. They're, they're just not as nice. Also, the company that makes them has now closed, the f- or is in the process of closing that factory up north, I think. Um, so, right. so do you really want that so uh, or if you've got something that's old anyway um, wh- why
0: don't why don't you upcycle a taxi right so last couple of questions um, what's been the most rewarding aspect of the project um, this is great um, I mean
1: <laughs> I I love to challenge myself uh, so does Alex they've they've been loads of challenges and it's quite it's great when it drives the first time and it's great when you you know crack certain issues the first time and seeing something work um, something doing something physical and something tangible as a result is quite nice like my successes previously or like if I delivered some software it was numbers on the screen that changed like drop-off rate in a sales funnel has gone down by like 10% or something or like subscriber count has gone up or like you know we've we've uh, customers send happy emails or something right here actually being able to put people into it and pointing at a going like we we make these and we're trying to change city centers for the better by giving them to drivers so they stop running their diesel engine uh, for miles and miles and hours and hours directly in the city center every day that's been fantastic right I think that's that's I take pride in doing that
0: yeah, there is something so wonderful about that physicality, about that thing you can point to. That, that people also, in, you know, people intuitively understand much better than software. Like you can, people people recognise the achievement much more when it's something physical yeah. that you've made. Yeah, much more, much more a piece of software, which is Absolutely. which is you know sad if you spend your life building software. But you know, I mean, I, I like I, I like that as well. But that.
1: this is yeah, this I mean, this is yeah, it's just it's just a completely different challenge, right? It's a great it's a great challenge. It was fantastic. So far, uh, what's
0: your favourite? Yeah, what's your favourite or most useful tool so far as you as you're going through the conversion process? Um, well, we've got access to lifts, uh, which which are
1: really helpful for for, for the more mechanical side. Um, having a network of people who can make parts bespoke, I think that helped the like this. Um, you know a, a racing engineer was able to uh, i think you call it pulling like pulling some cogs for us and stuff yeah yeah uh, or pulling splines right so that that's been great more the network than the tool itself in terms of the tool um open hardware has been has been great um it's been a great learning experience being able to make your own circuit boards um yeah on the electronic side i mean yeah i've i just put the soldering iron away to to get in here um <laughs> literally did something in the morning i'm gonna do some in the afternoon um to make the circuit board for the next vehicle right but um yeah it's it's, That's it's a- maybe maybe one thing it's fascinating how many different skills you need for this right so on the, bis- on the business side this is a, we need to we need to talk right so i, I kind of we do drumming raising awareness right so making some noise and showing hey we're trying to do something here and we're trying to do something great and you can be a part of this like please get in touch Um, that's it that's the thing at the same time um, okay, something wrong, something is wrong in the code. I have to debug the code. That's not why I'm used to that one. And then something is wrong with the hardware. Oh, something puffed there. Okay, why is this? Get the multimeter out. Oh, oscilloscope. All right, get the oscilloscope out. Look at the, look at the thing. And then all of a sudden, oh, we have to lift some heavy boxes now. Oh, we have to like cut a new bracket there. We have to do a little bit of welding or something. Um, oh, and then the the, the 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 now you have to understand like weird licensing texts and uh, have to understand them again. And don't don't underestimate like the the taxi licensing is mad it's mad how much how much there is so that we've got all the normal licensing and then additionally the taxi licensing right and then the fundraising comes in as well like hey as i said before like oh do you want to be a part of this um you know do you do trust us please give us some money so we can do more great stuff um so that the, the variety the variety of 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 what you need to e- either be good at or try hard to be good at and and then see where you get is, is uh pretty intense and I think at least some of those aspects are different to someone who does uh, bespoke conversions uh, where like yes. I, I and I guess but- the budget is then different as well we have like leather seats or uh we're like part of a restoration job as well and i fully get that i love old cars and stuff right I, I fully get that but it's a different slightly different problem set that we have that most other people have i think
0: yeah absolutely but i think you've you've hit something on the head there which is about what you know doing this as a diy conversion what appeals so much is that breadth of challenge mm-hmm. it's you know it's people who are used to doing software suddenly learning electronics and learning to weld and stuff and it's people who are or from the other way around people who are used to working with cars suddenly trying to get their heads around code and electronics and everything I think that's why you look at the, the breadth of people doing conversions at home I think mm-hmm. it, is, it is that that new new set of challenges that you face you've just got that plus all of the usual startup challenges on top yeah exactly. um, which you know, frankly challenging enough in their own right yeah so last question, what's next for you? What's next for, for Clipper? So we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna put them on the road
1: with rear drivers um, as soon as we can. I think Alex is literally on the phone now to the council uh, to get, so there's uh, the approval process. So you have the MOT and then you've, they've got their own inspection and stuff, right? That all needs to be booked in and all the ducks need to be put in a row. Um, getting the first rear driver in to to, to collect real fares, that's gonna be fantastic. Um, and then, so there's the, a small, Limited top-up round now, which is already more than half subscribed already. Um, based on these generating real revenues, uh, we will then do a bigger funding round with a different valuation uh, later in the year, and then um, we need to. So we've we've demonstrated that we can make multiple of these by making three. Um, we then need to make ten or twenty, right? Uh, which It's then going to come with its own challenges, hashtag chip shortage, right? Um, (laughs) And from then on, we need to launch in other cities, make even more cabs, and uh, then we already need to think about other vehicles, right? Uh, Because the cab market is certainly big enough for us for now. but. you, you can you can have you can make more if you do more vehicle types. But again, all the way this is a nice thing actually, all the way back to the beginning. We're trying to do one thing very well. We don't want to overstretch ourselves too early. So we're gonna do the best cabs that we can with the best range, cheap to make. Um and once we nailed that, we would then do one more vehicle type. And then we will do one more vehicle type, right? Um and that's division I think
0: fantastic best of luck with it thanks for coming on janos and uh, yeah great to see you in the back of that cab all right thank you for your time tom